expectations. Let's be honest, we all have them in our relationships, at work, and even on objects and the world. In this episode, we get to the bottom of exactly what expectations are and what you can do to make sure your own expectations don't set you up for constant disappointment. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Nick Broadhurst. And that song you were listening to is a remix of my single Little Lover by the French artist Timid. And if you want to listen to that, head into Spotify or iTunes, search for Little Lover, and you'll find the Timid remix. It's one of my favorites. It's, you know, I, I love it because it has this epic build to it. And it's the song that I used to close my open wide tour. And it's a lot of fun. So check that out. And today, oh man, this is a juicy one because it's a question that I get so often. And Melissa and I, we often have this saying, which is expectations ruin relationships. And it's true, but what's missing from that statement is why do expectations ruin relationships? And this is seriously one of the most common questions that I get asked. And I've been sitting with it for quite a long time. I wanted to get really clear on the confusion around expectations, not just for myself, but I wanted to get a solid foundation in this so I could then share it with you. And I feel like I have that now. So I'm really excited to to dive in. So let's break down expectations a bit. The first question you want to ask yourself is, are the expectations I'm having actually realistic? So let's look at an example. Take a romantic partner, right? Now, of course, There are some basic core values in a relationship that have to be met in order for that relationship to be sustained, such as respect and safety. But are your expectations simply a projection of your own values upon your partner? Now, if we take a core value around health, for example, where one person in a relationship values their health more than the other, a lot more. Well, there's clearly a misalignment here which may cause some issues because these are fundamental parts of living where each day we have to make simple decisions like what to eat. And if we're constantly out of alignment with that, well, that's going to cause friction. And if we have an expectation for the other person to live by our core health values, then we're always going to be disappointed. And it's the same for all relationships. We can't expect anyone else to live with our values. That's what makes them our values. We all have our own unique set of core values. No two people on the planet have identical values. So if you're expecting anyone else to live by and align with your core values 100%, then there's one thing I can promise you. You're going to be 100% disappointed. So we really have two choices. We either accept that person's core values, or we leave if it's a romantic relationship. Because trying to make someone live by your values is only going to make both of you angry and frustrated. And it's really just insanity. What we call crazy eight, you just go around in this infinite loop. It's never going to be solved. Now, in my last episode, I spoke about how having an imbalanced, one-sided, 
perspective makes you upset or emotional. Well, similarly here, having an imbalanced expectation on people and things around you is going to lead to anger. It's not realistic to have an expectation, for example, of world peace. Now, as much as I'm sure we'd all love world peace, if we become attached to the expectation of world peace, then we're going to be disappointed because in a universe where everything is perfectly balanced, then peace can only be present in the presence of war. That's what balances it out. Now, of course, that might shift in time. We might find that as human consciousness evolves, we may have even more peace and the war might be less severe. And we might start moving up that spectrum. But there's always balance. And if you look at many peace rallies, why do you think so many of them end up resulting in violence? Anger is a result of having unrealistic expectations on yourself, other people, and even things. One thing that makes me super frustrated is technology. If it doesn't work perfectly, it drives me insane. But now I've got clarity around expectations and the delusion and fantasy of placing my expectations upon something else. I can let go of that fantasy that technology is perfect. If something doesn't work perfectly, well, that's okay because that was an unrealistic expectation. That was a fantasy that I created and I was setting myself up to be just disappointed. And with people, they're always going to live according to their own values, not yours. And feelings of blame or anger or even betrayal come from having unmet, unrealistic expectations. We stay angry when we don't bring those expectations back into alignment with reality. So what we have to do is we have to get clear on what our own core values are first, because if we don't, we can easily place expectations upon ourselves, which don't even align with our true values. And if we don't do that, all we're going to be doing is getting frustrated and angry with ourselves, which is just insanity. And look at anger, right, as a a precursor to depression, because it's that first big sign from the universe that it's time for us to adapt. It's a gift. But if we stay angry at ourselves or other people, well, no wonder we end up feeling down or depressed. That's just a logical progression from that state. And anger, you can look at it like an innate, inbuilt language that we have to communicate that we have expectations not based on reality. It's like nature's gift to us. And when we live in a fantasy world with expectations that everybody else will comply with our own core values, then we are setting ourselves up for a very rocky road through life. And something like depression can even be a sign that we're simply living out of alignment with our own core values and placing unrealistic expectations upon ourselves. It's a self-imposed fantasy world where you can never satisfy yourself and you're always setting yourself up for failure. So no wonder we feel down or angry or hurt when we are creating a reality where there is nothing but unreality. And let's just take a look at the expectations that are placed upon us by the media and society. Every magazine advertisement, TV commercial, or even Instagram to some degree, it sets us up for failure because the majority of the time we are shown everything in the most perfect light. If we take that as reality, then we're setting ourselves up for major disappointment. 
because that expectation can't be met. It was never real in the first place. From airbrushed skin to imagery of the dream house, the dream car, we're under this daily barrage of fantastical imagery, which can lead us to fabricating these expectations of ourselves that, as I said, don't have a basis of reality or alignment with our own core values. So I ask you this. Is it any wonder that one in nine Americans take some form of antidepressant medication? I mean, we're surrounded by a world that tries to inform us of what our core values should be. But that should is fantasy. And I think about anger. For me, it's something that we project onto others, whereas frustration is more of an internal anger. So next time you feel angry or frustrated that someone else or something is not living up to your expectations, first of all, ask yourself, is that expectation reality? And then remember that they or it never will. Being clear on our core values takes us from fantasy to reality and a world where we are much less disappointed. Thank you for tuning in again to another episode of the Nick Broadhurst Show. I hope you enjoyed that. You can get all of the show notes at IamNickBroadhurst.com forward slash 104. And you can also get a full transcript of the show. And each week I decided now to give away a signed copy of my album to the review of the week on iTunes. And this week that goes to Sammy JP84. And Sammy said, a must listen. Not only is Nick Broadhurst a talented musician, his podcast is next level. I love that I get to listen to his music at the beginning and end of each podcast. It always brightens my day. There are so many golden gems in each of his episodes, and they're all very easily digested, concise, and so relatable to every area of our lives. I look forward to hearing every new episode, and I have even shared it with my husband, who is loving it too. Ha, I love that. I must listen to podcasts for everyone who wants to elevate their health, wealth, relationships, and to live their best life. Seriously, that one review sums it up for me. That was spot on. That's exactly what I wanted to achieve with this. But I wonder, do I have unrealistic expectations of what I can achieve with this podcast? Hmm, maybe. Anyway, please do share this episode on social media and make sure you tag me at I am Nick Broadhurst. I love seeing what you're saying and I love saying hello. And last of all, head into Spotify, search for my name, Nick Broadhurst, hit the follow button and add some of my music to your favorite playlists. And remember today to look up, see the beauty around you, see the beauty within you, because there is bucket loads of it. Be gentle with yourself be love. Take a look at your expectations. Ask yourself that key question. Is this expectation reality? Listen to your intuition today. And as always, have a beautiful day. I love you heaps. Ciao.
And just before you go, just wanted to let you know that the information and views presented in this podcast are personal and for educational and entertainment purposes only. The information presented is not intended as a substitute for medical or professional advice. Please seek advice from a qualified medical practitioner before starting any new diet, health or lifestyle practice. There you go. Catch you soon.